You're listening to Behind the Bliss, a weekly podcast where Rachel Autry brings conversations to you from women that share what's behind their highlight reel. Each episode is designed for you to see a message from the mess and encourage you to find balance in the bliss. We know that what you're facing is important for shaping who God has created you to be. Some may say it's a process that often happens behind the bliss. Here's today's episode. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bliss Podcast. It is Wednesday, or maybe not, whenever you're listening, but it's halfway through your week, maybe, again. It's halfway through my week, I'll say that. And we scheduled this to be on Wednesday on purpose because we want this to be a fun little like upbeat halfway through the week kind of thing for you, a treat per se. And today we have a treat for sure. So one of my favorite things about this is that we have so many fun people behind the microphone that share their stories about where they've been, where they come from, who they are, what they're doing, and how God is showing up in their life. I'm sure you have probably put this together by now, but a lot of people that we share these conversations with are like ministry leads or some kind of like faith-based type job. And they have something, some type of expertise to share with you that they've learned from the Lord in their line of ministry. Well, today's conversation is so incredibly cool in my opinion because it is coming from someone who is a content creator online and an influencer and you probably know her and if you don't you definitely should her name is ruthie ridley she's a blast like she is so cool so much fun the whole team of behind the bliss has enjoyed following her watching their tiktoks and their reels She's just awesome. She is a light, shines so bright, and regardless if people are a believer or not that follow her, you can definitely tell something is different. Some people call it a vibe, but I call it the Holy Spirit. He is living and alive inside of her, and I am so excited that she's able to join us for this conversation about what it looks like to honor the Lord in anything that you do, specifically with her career online, in front of tons and thousands of friends that join her every day, from fashion finds to makeup to travel and everything in between. We will link all the things Ruthie Ridley and more in our show notes. Whatever we talk about today, you can always find in the link in the description or whatever podcast platform you are listening on, or you can head over to behindtheblisspodcast.com and find everything linked there as well. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Ruthie. Ruthie, welcome to Behind the Bliss Podcast. Uh, Thanks for having me, Rachel. This is seriously an honor. This is my first podcast of 2022, and I no way so much. I love to, yes. I'm oh my gosh. I have a couple more coming up, but I'm like, yay! This is my first Woo! one. Like she's back. Yeah, she's back. <laughs> so honored that we would be your first. Seriously, uh, it has been like so fun just to follow you and watch all the things. You just came back from Disney. We were talking about before we recorded reintegrating. God bless you. Back into life. (laughs) It's so funny because yesterday I was at the gym and um, it was my first day back after, you know, seven days. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a 6 a.m. crew. So like these are crazy people. They want to talk to you. And I'm like literally sitting there hunched over, like trying to drink my energy drink and answer them. And I'm like, this is what it feels like to be at Disney for a week and then try to come back to the gym at 6 a.m. You literally feel like you're run over by a truck. Like that 530 alarm came too quick. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, Disney is one thing too. Like it's a whole different type of trip because it's, it's so fun, but it ain't restful. You know what I mean? I'm like, it is so fun, but you get your steps in and then you come back and you're exhausted from the fun, which, yeah, 
is the best kind of exhausted. I'm not complaining. Totally. But <laughs> I would love to be Disney exhausted any day, but <laughs> but it's truth and it's so hard. So I'm so thankful <laughs> a few days off of Disney, you oh, gave yeah. to hang out with us. Oh yeah. If someone isn't familiar with you and the fun that you are online, would you share a little bit about yourself and what you've got oh, going sure, on? Sure, sure. So my name is Ruthie Ridley. I'm a mama of three kiddos married to Ben. I'm from Jamaica. Ben is from England and our kids are first generation American. Love it. We lived in Connecticut for like my whole life and then decided to make a cross country move in 2013 to California to be a part of a church plan out here, Jesus Culture. Um, I lead worship. So it was like really easy and fun to Mm -hmm. kind of transition over. I've been a nurse. I was a nurse for 19 years. And then I just decided I don't, I'm not obsessed with it. I love fashion and creating. And so in 2020, after doing both nursing and um, content creation full-time, I was able to leave my job and do, um, online content creation, influencing full-time. So, so cool. Oh, so cool. And with 2020, you're like, if it's all go, if it's all happening at once, I might as well just keep happening. You know, that's how I am. Yeah. There's, I don't like, if something is just like hard, that's what we say around here at our family. Like if something's hard, let's just add another hard. It's already difficult. So like it's already clunky. Let's just do it. Let's, Let's just do it. do it. And that pivot, I bet, was just like, it's just a lot at all at once. It was a lot because I think that um, I remember a friend saying to me, God can't meet you in um, that kind of, you won't be able to see God move until you take the leap, really. Like, I remember my friend saying, when you take that jump, you'll see yeah. him on the other side, especially if you are seeking wise counsel, have peace. You feel that transition, you do it. And that's what happened. I took the leap and in the leap, I had like seven brand deals come in. Some were for like year long partnerships. And it was like, okay. And it wasn't even after I left. It was once I made that decision, I'm going to go full time and gave my notice. Then all this work started coming in, but it's like, he can't show how strong and amazing he is until you make the decision. I'm jumping, I'm jumping out of the boat. I honestly don't know what's next, but I'm jumping. Jumping out of the boat. Oh yeah. We just talked about this on another episode where it's like, if we're going to walk on water, there's no way to know that it's possible unless you get out of your boat. So <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. Okay. I want to go here. I want to go there because yeah. I think that that is where a lot of us are, especially just like after the year, I, I hate talking about 2020 just because it's like, but just for a hot second, just like jump on it. I think that since that year with the transition and like what it called for us to do, realizing if we're flexible or not, we bend or we break that we're at this really cool point, I think just as humans. And then you add the believer portion of it. Oh, yeah. That, we're kind of at this place where we're like, all right, Lord, what's up? Like, show me. Because we are we have the flexibility maybe our hearts wouldn't have had before if yep. we just continue with routine. So I do want to go there, but I need to ask you a question first because I just need to know. Yeah. Uh, how do we feel about the word influencer? Do you know what I mean? Like when people are like, what are you? You're like, oh, I'm a content creator. But I feel like sometimes people love the word influencer and then other influencers cringe saying I'm an influencer. Where do you fall on that line? I, 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 I don't have a lot of feelings about it, but I do prefer the, um, the terminology content creator Same. just because I am a creative yeah. and 
Um, if I don't influence you to buy something, I'm not offended. <laughs> like I make beautiful things and, um, you know, inspire more than I feel like influence. Yes. Like I will influence because I mean, it's Christ in me, but yeah, like I like the idea of being a creator. Yes. Okay, good. Cool. We share that. Every time someone's like, I'm an influencer. I'm like, we're all influencers. Like we all influence. <laughs> but what do you do that's different? So yeah, so cool. You inspire, not only influence, any creator. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. You do. Let me just say your Friday dance reels are so much fun. We like, we love them as a team. <laughs> oh, that um, means so much. Yes. You're just fun. Finished a year of doing them straight and it was a push. That's 52 dance reels. Yeah. We didn't wow. skip a Friday. Um, but this year we we're going to keep going, but we're going to do like every other week. Um, yeah. we hit that, like, let's do a big push and people know that's our thing. Um, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I, we decided we'd rather have like two really good ones a month. Um, yeah. Yeah. So cool. Let's like unjumble all this. Cause I think like I was saying, there's a lot of us, including myself, and I'm sure you would in- include yourself in this group too, where we're at this really cool surrender moment. I have these desires. I have these dreams. Not sure about logistics. Not sure how this would even play out, but I want to say yes. Can you share about what that moment looked like for you? Because you did a little bit about how brand deals happened. Like you jumped out of your boat. Crazy cool things just started happening that were testimonies to this being an obedient moment for you. But like for someone who's not yet at that point, but is considering the jump or not, how would you encourage them? Big question, but I feel like that's where a lot of people are. You know, I had to learn the hard way because growing up and I like almost tear up about it. I thought God was this rigid, Hmm. um, creator, you know, almost like, you know, a dictator, Ruthie, this is what you're going to do. And if you don't do it, you are a failure. And a Hmm. lot of that had to do with my upbringing. I grew up in a household, love my parents. They're incredible, but Jamaican parents, it is my way or the highway. So you don't really have a lot of freedom to say, I am dreaming about this or I'm dreaming about that. It's like, no, you need to come up with a plan. And that's kind of how nursing came about for me. My dad, Mm -hmm. I was 16 years old. He's like, you need to know what you're doing with your life. And the idea popped up in my head and I, 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 you know, sought out some counsel. I was following the Lord at the time. And so I had peace about it. Um, but a lot of people say this to me, I have a little Instagram that's all about scripture and, you know, we just kind of dive into the word and stuff. Ruthann's journal, by the way, if you're listening, we will link it in the show notes. It's incredible. Oh, you, you did your research. You guys are just, I don't research. I follow. There's a difference. (laughs) We didn't just look this up for the interview. Okay. Like we are, I wish I could hug you guys. (laughs) So, you know, yesterday, even I said, you know, how can I pray you guys? for you guys and so many girls at that age 16 17 18 early 20s what am i supposed to do with my life i'm not sure if i should do this i'm not sure if i should do that and i would say this i had to kind of learn the hard way that god is not this dictator Hmm. a lot of the dreams and the passions on our heart were placed there by him and he is I've, I've learned that he wants to partner with us. He's not like this, you know, guy saying, go here, go there. And dragging us along, right? Yeah. It's a very simple process of being in tune with the Holy Spirit. And this was a learning experience for me. But the biggest, biggest thing I will say is if peace is not there, if you are lacking peace in any decision-making process, you're probably making a little bit of a mistake. And sometimes it's not black and white. 
-hmm. Sometimes it just means, okay, you are supposed to do that. Not now. Sometimes it means that's the wrong route. Sometimes it means, you know, you're going to get there, but not that way. Excuse me. And a lot of times, um, a simple conversation with a mentor, a friend who's following the Lord, your spouse, whatever can help bring clarity. But I think that the enemy would love to complicate the decision-making process, bring confusion. Remember he's the author of confusion. That's right. He wants to shake us up and make us feel like this has to be the most complicated thing ever. No, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. If this is a dream in your heart, and let me tell you often, this doesn't come without hard work, but if this is a dream, you know, in your heart and you're seeing green light after green light, you might not have an audible voice from God or a dream or whatever. You just might have a green light. Now that doesn't mean it's not hard. It doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that there aren't roadblocks. It doesn't mean that things don't come up. It just means that there's peace in your heart and you haven't had any roadblocks come up and that the people around you are saying, this is awesome. This is you. This is perfect. This is great. But you need the wise counsel. There's safety there. Does it align with the word of God? And the biggest thing for me in my walk with the Lord since I was 15 years old, if you don't have peace, you need to check your situation. With anything, with like career change, with engagement, with friendships, with school, like that goes for everything. I love it. Peace that surpasses understanding is what comes to my mind when you're talking through all this. Like it doesn't have to logistically make sense. The five-year plan might be a little iffy, but at least you have direction. And like the direction is important and the peace has to be a part of the direction but doesn't mean the destination you have to have written out in Sharpie. And I'm so thankful that you spoke to the confusion. Mm-hmm. Um, the verse there's if, where there's no vision, the people will perish has kind of been something for our family this year being like, what's our vision? What are we working towards? Because if there's nothing we're working towards, then we kind of become just like ducks floating and waddling in the water. We just, we need to have like a direction. So I think, yes, the peace and the direction Two great practicals for people that are kind of in that season of like, oh, I want to go forward. I'm so scared. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so true. I, I, that has been the main thing for me whenever I have a check in my spirit. And just recently, we were like kind of making a decision about a trip. And I thought it was that I got a check in my spirit. And I was like, Ben, is it we're not supposed to go here? Or is it this other, you know, situation? It was like, a yes for the trip, but a no for something else we were thinking about, but there was going to be, you know, a little bit of an overlap. And so sometimes it's not clear where that check in your spirit is coming from. And so through process, like, again, that's why it's so important to have some sort of community. Again, your spouse, for me, that is like my number one prophetic voice in my life. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it's community, you know, a safe place that, these are people that are following the Lord as well that can say, Hey, like, this is what I'm experiencing. And this is what I think. Um, I don't agree or I agree that kind of thing. Right. And they can be that intervention, like the interceding. I think that, um, one of the enemy's tactics, and again, I don't, I don't want to give the enemy so much credit, but, um, we have, we all have blind spots. And so we can't be, um, you know, ignorant of that. And naive, right? And naive, not knowing, hey, um, 
I might have a blind spot. So my blind spot is not your blind spot. So having family, friends come in and say, oh, what about this? It's like, oh, I didn't even think of that like that. You know, Mm -hmm. it's very, very helpful. And that's why the Bible talks about it so much. That's right. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. And so you have to find that that third strand, like who that person or people group community is going to be for you. One thousand percent. I love that you are hitting the nail on the head because it's something that's shown up in like the past few episodes. And so I feel like people that are loyal listeners, hopefully I'm like, (laughs) there's a recurring message here, especially with a year that brought us a lot of loneliness and separation and isolation. And so it's like, let's go find our people. You've probably seen, but Jenny Allen's new book, Find Your People. Yes. Yes. I think that would be a great resource for people that are maybe feeling stuck or they're like, Ruthie, that sounds awesome. I would love to have a group and don't. That'd be a really cool resource for them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, okay. Something you have that I think sets you apart as far as like our guests go. A lot of our guests are going to be your authors that are sitting in the bookstores, like faith-based section. They're going to be like pastors or ministry leads. And I love that you are coming to the table as like a friend online you're coming to the table as a content creator. If you told me that, I wouldn't think necessarily, oh, like she's a faith-based content creator, although you are. Not all of them, not all of content creators are. So there's something really cool that sets you apart that I really want you to speak to. But for people listening, you don't have to be a pastor, a ministry lead, a nonprofit organization, et cetera, to be able to talk about Jesus freely without having to be like ninja status about it. You can just be outright loud and get, get crazy about him. What has that process looked like for you? Like, do you feel like you've had to find that weird balance? I think from the beginning, I just said, this is me. This is who I am. And I realized that even I, so many unbelievers follow me. And I realized that my attitude toward life has been um, just a breath of fresh air for them, even if they don't agree, or even if they're atheists, or even if they're just like, I... I have nothing, but I like being here because I Mm. like what I feel. Does that make, and they say your energy is so good or whatever. They're not even looking at the clothes and it's like, okay, yeah, that, you know, and there will be an opportunity for me to be outspoken about that. But what I've realized is like, this is the thread. This is the thread of my life. This is the thread of what we do. And I can't, go one day without really mentioning the Lord, whether that's just like one of my scripture slides or, you know, me just sharing something from someone else. I Mm -hmm. want everybody to know, like, this is how I live and move and breathe and have my being. It's the Lord. And sometimes it's overkill, but I'm like, you don't have to be here, you know? That's right. That's the cool thing is people can, it's a choice to follow you or not. I respect you for showing up in a space that you are offering yourself and on truly like putting Jesus on a platter for people that don't know that that's what they're about to be offered, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And something I love about who Jesus is, is he is attractive to everyone, whether they realize it's Jesus or not. Like whether they realize it's him or not, they're like, that. I, I like that. I like that. And I'm like, I know you like, that. I know you would like this. Um, so what a cool ministry. What's crazy is for many years, I thought, cause we moved here, we're a part of the church plant. I was on an album with Jesus culture and I thought this is going to be my path. We're going to move to California and I'm going to sing and I'm going to tour. And that door didn't open up beyond that one album and beyond like leading at church. 
And I felt like the Lord was like, that's because you are going to have way more uh, impact for me um, in this space. And the favor, one of my friends, Deborah Giles, her sisters actually have a lot. I don't know if you know, have Cunnington, but she's yeah. a speaker and does podcasts and all this stuff. But Deb was like, you know, you have to follow the favor. You know, you might think, you know, you're supposed to have an influence in a church environment, but God has granted so much favor out in the world. And so that's where you need to be and make your impact. And, um, just saying, she said something really cool too. She's like, you will sow in all these different fields, but reap in others. So sometimes you're pouring your life out at church, volunteering, and then God blesses you in some other aspect. And I felt like that happened with my, um, with my content creation career or whatever, my influencing career is I was, you know, serving at church, whatever, thinking that was, you know, the influence God had for me, but he's like, nope, I need you in the world. That's so cool. That says something to like kingdom strategy because there is such thing. Some people call it stewardship, (laughs) but it's like, what are you doing with what you've got? Are you planting these seeds or are you just like storing them away for one day? Like, are you, are you tilling the soil you know, and, and like, I love this whole metaphor because we're not going to see the fruit overnight. And I think that that's where steadiness and the peace and the direction like come into play where if you're like, okay, I know that there's favor here. Like I can feel it. I have the peace or I even have small or big testimonies of how God's showing up in the middle of this. I'm going to trudge forward. Let's go with this example. Like people that follow you that might be like, I'm not religious. I just, I'm like, I'm here for your vibe. I love what you are about. It might not be something that you ever get to be a part of. It might happen at a dinner table 20 years from now that they accept Jesus because you planted a seed. You know, and like being at that place where you're humble enough to say, I'm just going to show up. I don't have to be a part of the outcome. I'm just going to start planting my seeds is a really cool space to be. Oh, yeah. That is such a cool like example and metaphor, like all glory to God. And if we can plant seeds and like just believe that we will, God will see the fruit one day. That's so huge. So cool. So cool. Because I love how so many women and like a few men have come to the mic and talked about where they're coming from. Because I think the more episodes in that we get, the cooler it is for me because I feel like more pieces get added to the puzzle where I hope people listening see that anything can happen from this desire that God plants in your heart. Truly, it's like, are you showing up or not? Are you are you coming to the table and being like, here I am, Lord, send me mentality? And the stories that we have on this podcast, the testimonies that I hope people are like storing up in their brain is so cool. So cool enough where I'm like, if you haven't gotten the point, like you need to go for it. You need to jump out of the boat. You need to go and do the thing. Like how, how many more episodes of like really neat and extraordinary stories of people saying, yes, like do we need, we shouldn't need any of them. So I just, I love that. What is something God's teaching you right now in the season that might be like specific to where you are in life. It doesn't have to be like a career thing. It could be anything. Um, I had mentioned TikTok, so this is a little bit work-related, but um, the Lord brought me back to when I was working the two jobs. I was full-time as a nurse, sometimes 60 hours a week, but I had this innate desire to style outfits. I was broke as a joke too. It was mainly my income 
and my husband was still figuring out like work stuff here after moving. And um, so I was working as a nurse and then I was posting on my blog three times a week um, because I had a seed planted by a friend that said, you know, you can make money doing this. And I, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. What, what? I've never heard of this in my life. Now imagine this was back in 2014, 2015. And the industry was still very young. You know, there mm-hmm. was Instagram, of course, people were doing blogs a lot. Um, and Pinterest, I think was really big, but Instagram and all those things. And I just said, okay, I'm going to work toward this because one day I would love to do this for a full-time job. I don't know if it's possible, but for five years, I hustled. I did two things at the same time. It was essentially two full-time jobs. I wasn't managed, um, till the very end. So answering all the emails, doing all the shoots, you know, you know, crazy. Um, and here I am again in a kind of a building season. And the Lord reminded me the other day that, um, Basically, when you're building, you're not always going to see the fruit. You don't know what the outcome is going to be, but you have a goal in mind. And when you keep God invited in to all of your situations, you keep him, you know, at the center. He, he, I hate that. I don't know if you, how you feel about that, like term manifesting, but really, I don't know how to say it, but kind of decreeing and declaring the, the Bible right. talks about that. It's very speaking similar. life into things. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's people say manifesting, but it's like speaking life over your situations. Mm-hmm. So I'm moving that over now to TikTok, where it's a grind. Um, I'm having to film three to four hours a day, post two to three times on that app with zero fruit. Now the fruit is I'm growing, mm-hmm. I'm getting followers, I'm building a community, but financially I'm not making anything. And so um, the Lord just reminded me of that season where I literally posted on Instagram for years without really making a dime. And then it paid off where now we travel, we do, you know, it's like, that's right. Yeah. 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 And that's That's um, as you sow, you will reap there, especially when, you know, they say it all the time, hard work pays off. It does. It's not going to always happen that immediate gratification, but hustle, buckle down, keep God invited into the situation and know that it, it will pay off. It might be next year or the year after, but I'm, I'm declaring things like, you know, I've seen what he's done with me being able to leave my job and what, how he's provided for us. And I said, mm-hmm. you know, even the cars that we drive, things that don't matter, but God's like, why not? Why mm-hmm. not? And mm-hmm. I always say, you know what? If the Kardashians and people that, you know, God bless them, don't follow the Lord, are living the high life, why can't I? I am a daughter of the Most High King. There is no reason why I can't rock my Louis Vuitton and drive my Land Rover, okay? (laughs) And live on a house on the hill. Why? For his glory, though. So people ask the questions. So people, like, and you have the opportunity. Right. And guess what? Nobody gave this to me. No one gave it to me. I worked hard. Jesus gave me the strength and here we are. And so I'm moving that same hustle now into growing my TikTok audience, not knowing what's coming next down the pike for social media and trying to stay on top of it. And just I'm decreeing and declaring I'll be verified. I will da 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 because why not? The answer, the question is why not? 
-hmm. if people that don't follow the Lord, you know, they are missing something huge, but why not me? That's right. I think like God gives good gifts. That's his character. So when you start thinking about like, okay, who is God? One, he gives good gifts. He loves his children. He's kind and he's patient. He is fruit bearing. Like he promises above and beyond all that we could ever ask or imagine. We're told by scripture, the power of life and death is in our tongue. So like, why not speak life into your situation? I think the moment you get frustrated or like we're talking about at the beginning, you're hesitant whether to jump out or stay inside your boat. I think the enemy is totally going to play off your confusion and your hesitation. And you're going to be stuck in this ruminating cycle until you start believing like, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to give God the opportunity to work with what I give him. It's investment. Totally. One of our favorite questions to ask, and I have to ask you, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be faith related. This could be literally Amazon, like anything. What is something that you're loving these days that you have to share with our friends listening? Something I'm loving these days. Oh man. Huh? (laughs) Yeah, I have it right here. Actually, this is makeup related. Yes. So if I'm sure all of you women wear concealer, but one of my favorite, and this is brand new to me, so this might be, um, I'm late to the game, but something I've been loving these days that has just been getting me snatched, two things actually, um, (laughs) is Fenty Beauty's um, contour stick. We love Riri. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's everything. And I think it's underrated. Put a little bit on the cheeks. And then the two-faced born this way multi-use concealer. It's everything. Those are oh two gosh. things I've been loving. Oh, I love this. I love this so much. We love all makeup related, whether it's drugstore or whether it's a hey, this is a need for splurge. Like we love it all. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm just so grateful that you would show up hang out and honestly like speak so much truth and I feel like there's so many women out there nodding even like exiting the app taking notes coming back like I just feel like this episode is going to bless so many people and the conversation need to be had that like it's okay to be in the world not of the world and that Jesus can reside inside of you and what you do even if it's not on a stage with the bible holding a mic like there are people out there rocking and rolling for the kingdom. And you're one of them. So I'm grateful that you would show up for us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Seriously, just an honor, a super blessing. This episode of Behind the Bliss podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more episodes so you don't miss episodes full of encouragement. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you the best content. See you in the next episode.